We want to uh, welcome all of you back tonight as we gather to end the Lord's Day by being in worship together. Uh, A couple of things are happening this week that I want to draw your attention to. Uh, First of all, the Tuesday morning men's Bible study will be starting up this Tuesday, uh, 6 a.m., right, Jake, 6 a.m. They are studying the book of Romans, which should be a, a wonderful study uh, men, if you are interested in going, there are books in the Fellowship Hall. Uh, looks like a really good study, so I encourage you, if you can make it, to go to that. Uh, Kingdom Seekers Group also starts up this Wednesday with a, a Mislin Park event, I think at 5.30 on Wednesday. And then, as I mentioned this morning, um, October 1st, Lord willing, I'm going to be starting a, a series on favorite Bible stories. And so, uh, children, if you didn't get a chance to make your entry today or this morning, if you could do it tonight, uh, we have no shortage. We already have 24, so uh, this could be a lengthy series, but uh, the more the better. So if you haven't turned anything in yet, please do so. Uh, and then finally, as you can see, we are celebrating the Lord's Supper together tonight. Uh, there is a yellow sheet in the bulletin uh, if you're not a member Uh, We do invite you to partake with us. We simply ask that you fill that paper out. Uh, As long as you're a member in good standing of an evangelical church and you trust Jesus alone as your Savior, uh, we invite you to partake with us. Just fill that information out on the yellow sheet if you're visiting tonight and uh, drop that in the offering bag when it comes by and we would appreciate that. I'm going to ask you to stand with me as we come before the Lord in prayer and ask him to bless our service and so let's Uh, bow for a moment of silence and prepare ourselves to worship the Lord tonight. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, bringing us back and allowing us to gather for worship tonight. And we pray that all that we would do would bring glory and honor to your great and holy name. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 63 is our call to worship this evening. The psalmist says, O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you, my soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I've looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. Receive now the greeting of our God and King. Grace, peace, and mercy to you from God our Father and from his Son, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to confess together the words of the Apostles' Creed found on page 100. And 48 in the little forms and prayers book. So if those words aren't familiar to you, uh, you can turn there now, page 148. Uh, But as we confess this together, you will notice uh, a very distinct, clear outline, and that is uh, the doctrine of the Trinity. You'll notice it talks about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In a moment, we're going to sing a song of praise to the Trinity. Uh, But now we we notice that the Apostles' Creed speaks about all three persons and their work on our behalf. So let's say these words together. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. 
The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We're going to respond by singing Wonderful, Merciful Savior. It's a hymn that we have sung before. Uh, We'll sing the chorus only after stanzas two and three. You'll notice that on the screen tonight. Uh, But again, all three stanzas, let's remain standing as we sing. Please bow with me tonight in prayer. Father, we come to you this evening and we are so thankful for our wonderful, merciful Savior. We rejoice that he came and lived a perfect life and died on the cross so that we might know the forgiveness of our sins and so that we might live forever with you. Lord, this is the the greatest news that we will ever hear, the greatest news we will ever know. We pray tonight that we would respond to this with gratitude, with worship, with obedience, with a desire to 
glorify you in all that we do. We pray that you would use each one of us in our various callings in life, wherever we are in life, to point people to you, to point people to who you are and for what you have done for us. Lord, we thank tonight of your church throughout the world. We ask that you would bless your people in protecting them from false teaching and from division. We pray for the faithful proclamation of your word. We pray that your people would be faithfully shepherded. And we pray that your people would use their gifts for the service and the enrichment of others. We also pray for your missionaries who serve all throughout the world. We pray that you would protect them, that you would provide for them, that you would strengthen and encourage them. We also pray, Lord, for the work of church planting and church revitalization. And we ask that you would make your church strong and again protect her from the schemes of the evil one. We lift up our civil leaders to you. We ask that you would give to them wisdom. We pray, Lord, that they would govern in a way that is pleasing to you, that honors your word. And we pray that we would have submissive hearts towards those who rule over us. We pray for Middle East Reform Fellowship and for the work that they are doing in Muslim-dominated nations. We pray that you would protect them. We pray that you would provide uh, this ministry with all that they stand in need of. And we pray, Lord, that you would continue to use them in the proclamation of the good news that Jesus Christ saves. As we open up your word tonight and study the book of Obadiah, help us, Lord, to see its relevance for us today so that we might live lives worthy of your calling. And as we celebrate the Lord's Supper together tonight, we pray that you would feed us and strengthen us, that we might go into this coming week and, and live as your people in this world. We thank you that you hear our prayers and we pray them in Jesus' name, amen. We now give to Middle East Reform Fellowship and that offering will now be taken.
chapter. Obadiah is uh, between the books of Amos and Jonah. And if you're using the Pew Bible, it's page 772. Uh, We know Obadiah as uh, one of the minor prophets. And we might have a tendency to think, well, minor prophets aren't as important as major prophets, kind of like minor league baseball players aren't as good as major league baseball players. Uh, But they're not called minor prophets because their their messages are not as good or as important as the major prophets. They're called minor prophets, you probably know this, because their books are smaller. And uh, Obadiah is actually the smallest of them all. It's the shortest book in the Old Testament, and it's the only book in the Old Testament that has only one chapter. So as I mentioned to you this morning, uh, we're going to start and finish a series on the same day. And that is uh, what we're going to do tonight in Obadiah. So Obadiah, we're going to read the entire book, the entire chapter. Uh, Let's give our attention to the reading of God's word. The vision of Obadiah. Thus says the Lord God concerning Edom. We have heard a report from the Lord and a messenger has been sent among the nations. Rise up, let us rise against her for battle. Behold, I will make you small among the nations. You shall be utterly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you, you who live in the clefts of the rock, in your lofty dwelling, who say in your heart, who will bring me down to the ground? Though you soar aloft like the eagle, though your nest is set among the stars, from there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. If thieves came to you, if plunderers came by night, how you would have been destroyed. Would they not steal only enough for themselves? If grape gatherers came to you, would they not leave gleanings? How Esau has been pillaged, his treasures sought out. All your allies have driven you to your border. Those at peace with you have deceived you. They have prevailed against you. Those who eat your bread have set a trap beneath you. You have no understanding. Will I not on that day, declares the Lord, destroy the wise men out of Edom and understanding out of Mount Esau? And your mighty men shall be dismayed, O Teman, so that every man from Mount Esau will be cut off by slaughter. Because of the violence done to your brother Jacob, shame shall cover you and you shall be cut off forever. On the day that you stood aloof, on the day that strangers carried off his wealth and foreigners entered his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem, you were like one of them. But do not gloat over the day of your brother and the day of his misfortune. Do not rejoice over the people of Judah in the day of their ruin. Do not boast in the day of distress. Do not enter the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Do not gloat over his disaster in the day of his calamity. Do not loot his wealth 